Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. I'll tell you what. I just finished up from yesterday when the show ended. I just finished up taking inventory on my, my 20 credit cards and, you know, <laughs> making sure I checked out all my report cards and my... You have 20 you know, credit got cards? Got your Rob Parker oh, going, Oh, my, huh? 20, my, 20, my 20 credit cards and my, my getaway. Rob Parker is a spy. I'm convinced. He's a spy. He's a spy. He's, yeah, he's got some quirkiness. Uh, he's double O. That, that is, quirkiness that is double, double O O G. Not double O seven. That's double O O G. He's always know, got a getaway, getaway bag. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Wait, That's crazy. Explain that again. Oh, man. I was listening to him and, and Gottlieb yesterday on the way home. It was pure comedy. It's, it's Lamar's new favorite show. Oh man, they they should make that a show. You think Rob and Chris are the odd couple? You should hear Rob and Doug. <laughs> now that is truly an odd couple. Yeah. So there you go. Rob's always got a getaway bag. He was telling Doug about his getaway bag. <laughs> like, bro, do you have? Do you have like a, he's a spy? Bro, do you have a like? First off, he has a bag in his home that if something were to happen, he's got his passport, he's got his his credit cards, all this stuff, like other pertinent information. And, 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 you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying, all right, I'm going to leave it alone, but I just thought it was funny as hell because, I, I mean, but yeah, he's got a bag with clean underwear. In, in, in case of emergency, you, you never know. That's not <laughs> like somebody who tried to get the hell out of town. Well, I, I remember <laughs> when we were in school out here in California, we had to have these earthquake kits where you had to bring in, like, goods in case there was the big one. And, you know, the, everything, there was a bunch of rubble around you couldn't get out you had to have like an earthquake kit and it would be stuff that would stay good in case of emergency so it'd be like a granola bar you know maybe like a, a can, can of beans or yeah, yeah right. like, non-perishables yeah, is what like, they're called. yeah stuff like that yeah. and the way the way rob was making it sound is like he's got he's a bunch a of non-perishables he's a spy <laughs> that, <laughs> just that, in case something happened that either got good grades the entire time he said he has every single report card for, that he's ever had <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's either looking at how it's smart he's bizarre, been, man. how smart he's been through the years, or where 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 the change took place and he went from being something to something. I don't know. Just silent. He's a spy. Yeah, I don't know who he's spying for. Lavar <laughs> texts me and goes, "You gotta listen to this." <laughs> like, okay, it's Rob. Rob had a little bit of an emergency at his place, so he, he started to explain his getaway bags. So I don't know. I've heard about getaway cash. I haven't heard about like whole bags with clean underwear inside of them. You know, they got that Liberty commercial, Rob and Doug. That should be that should be the new new commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Q, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Jonas. Morning, how you guys doing? Good morning, guys. Hey. I'm, I'm now trying to figure out whether or not I need like a go back. I, I was, th- hey, bro, in the moment, right? I'm laughing, but then I was like, wait, am I am I missing something here? Like I I started questioning myself. Like I started doing like a self evaluation, like it's self self audit of myself. Like, am I doing something wrong? Like, do I need to be more planned out than what I am right now? Do I need to be prepared? Like, do I need to have a bag in my in my whip where I can get out of the not not out of town, Brady? <laughs> that man can get out of the country. <laughs> he can get out of the country with a ready to go bag. I don't know. I started doing inventory. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I said, "Am I wrong here?" Like, <laughs> wait. Then I started. Look, then you got to go deeper, right? I went deeper. I was like, also, like, I'm a black man in America. Do I need to be prepared to Same get here? Get the hell out of the way, like. Is Rob up on something? Because you know Rob been in po- uh, media for a long ass time. You know a lot of people. I'm sitting there like, what does what has Rob experienced that has made him believe that he's got to have getaway bags? Because <laughs> that's what they are. Listen, his tra- his travel logic never makes sense. He's tried to explain it to me over and over again. His the whole thing he does where when he wants to get rid of clothes, he takes them with him and leaves them in the hotel room with a note for the the person cleaning the room saying I no longer need these they're yours thanks for everything so he doesn't leave a tip for anybody cleaning the room but he'll leave a bunch of clothes do you left leave over. a tip for yeah. the room? yeah I do yeah. Q you leave a tip? Um, sometimes although now that I think about it the last couple of times I've stayed in a hotel room, they like they haven't been cleaning it. It's yeah, like ever since COVID. Yeah, ever since COVID. Well, I stayed at one recently, and they did it every other day. It was no longer every day. They would come every so, two days. So you tipped them? Yeah, every other day. What did you tip them, Jonas? Uh, you know, a couple of bucks. I don't tip. It, it depended. It depends on uh, whether or not I lost the previous night's bets. So they didn't get a lot. Let's I've never thought way. to tip room cleaning. First of all, I don't carry cash, so I don't even know how I tip you. But I, I don't tip I don't tip for my room being clean. That's like me being tipped for being a good dad. Like oh, that's that's my job. That's like what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. That's I'm clocking in to do it. Do you get a tip when you finish the show? Yeah. Maybe you should tip me. Instead of tipping the person that, that cleans your room, you know maybe what? when... when nah, I, I don't you. want that tip. I don't want that one. <laughs> I was going to say, now don't, don't dump me. I, don't you dump me. Sorry. Now that we're on the topic. <laughs> I don't want it. No. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, so so he's got this whole thing. He leaves clothes left over, and, and he just... And I told him, I was like, you, I mean, he's how like, Many, good dude, though. He, oh, man. he's the best. He's but I was like, dude. well, Rob, 
Like, how many people that have cleaned your room are 6'4"? <laughs> Let me, let's just start there. And he goes, well, they might know somebody. I was like, okay, well, what if they don't? Like, why don't you just leave them a few bucks? Like, they don't want your, your Adidas odd couple shirt that you had a patch picked up at some kiosk in the mall to cover up some team logo. Like, nobody wants that. <laughs> but that's his logic. He's just got, he's got these quirks. He's got these Is things. Is he still selling merch? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, he's got... Uh, please. He had one on yesterday. Yeah. He had a, he always a couple does. different... I never got a t-shirt. And me neither. Yeah. You got to buy him. And he had some J's on, too, by the way. <laughs> His shoe game be solid now. Don't don't get it twisted. Don't yeah. get him twisted up. What? What? The, t-shirts. The odd couple t-shirts? Yeah. I don't know. He had a whole rack up here uh, during the holidays uh, for the editors and producers and all that, and you could get something for thirty bucks. You could get something for fifty-five. You could get. There was no discount. Did there he come up no... with the name? It's a pretty cool name. What the Odd Couple? No, I think that's an older show. I know that, but but did, <laughs> I don't know. Did he come up with that name for this show for their show? Well, no, because I know you came up with two pros and a cup of Joe, and yeah. that was your your call. That wasn't me. So I just. Uh, that was not, Brady. Not sure who. Brady was like, I love this name. Easy now. <laughs> yeah, you just you settled down. That was Q. Q was like, yes, that is a very respectable name for our show. By the way, you want to know what a scam Rob Parker pulled, though? No, I want to hear so it. So I ordered a T-shirt, and I went onto his website, ordered it, because I, I was like, yeah, I want you to get the money. So I ordered the T-shirt. I paid for the shipping and handling. It was like four ninety nine. All right, for this shirt to get delivered. He walks, because we were doing a show one day, he walks down and hands me the shirt. And I said, is this what four ninety nine was? Like $4.99? Uh, yeah, four ninety nine. I'm all, you just went upstairs. I know the cardboard box uh, you have uh, them in upstairs uh, in the office, uh, and you pulled it out and brought it downstairs. He goes, well, I handed it right to you. I was like, Rob, like I paid four ninety nine to get it mailed to me. He goes, uh, this is what you get when you deal with my website. I was like, so I just wasted $5 so you could go upstairs and get on an elevator and come down and drop it off in studio. So you're a penny pincher, too. Well, yeah, oh, for that. Was, I mean, come on. Yeah, for sure. Four ninety nine. Yeah. When he loses as much as he does betting, like he has to penny pinch. Oh, you, hey, you've seen nothing yet. Wow, I got a story next hour for you. Do you really? Yeah, that'll be in my good, bad, ugly. Huh. It's. I mean, it's. It's actually. It's not even. It's not even bad. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic at this point. What's really? happening? Yeah. Not good at all. Dang. Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, thanks for the support. You, know, you guys have really helped me out with this this issue that I have. Oh, I've told you a long time ago you should quit. What does that look <laughs> like? What does that look like on the television? What are you talking about? What does that look like? Oh my gosh! What uh, is that? Looks like um, Jonas. A, a cylinder. <laughs> looks like Jonas. Looks like a cylinder. <laughs> look at the way you stand up there, on it. Look, there's, look at the way. <laughs> there's there's odd weather going oh, on around the I country. I wanted to take a picture of it. So cute. Yeah, there's odd weather going on around the country. That was really yeah. odd. Yeah. Yeah. That All was, of it's very strange. I wish I could have caught that. Uh, All right. This is a bizarre first segment, but you know what? I just thought it was so interesting driving home, listening to the first segment of the show that I was listening to yesterday because I was like, man, you know. I, I, you know, I heard that Rob and Doug are must-listen radio, and I got to tell y'all, are they on today together? I don't know. If I, I don't hope, know. I hope they are. You got to everyone out there. If you're listening, you got to listen to Rob and Doug. Yeah, I'm not sure. That s is funny as hell.
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And one of the big storylines in the NFL that people are monitoring is what the hell's going to happen with Derek Carr. So he visited with the New Orleans Saints. He visited, and apparently that went well. He visited with the New York Jets, and according to Diana Rossini, that went really well, uh, that the Jets have spoken to Derek Carr and said, you know, if you if you come here, we feel like you could have a Hall of Fame career. There's some people who really like the idea of Derek Carr going to the New York Jets, and he sort of poked around at some other places. We've talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but apparently in Carolina, Frank Reich is saying that they're not ready to bring him in for a visit. So as it stands right now, one of the potential suitors in the NFC South is not on the table for Derek Carr, but it would feel like amongst, if you look at the list of teams that would be available, Carolina would have to be near the top of that list, wouldn't it? As far as new coach, there's some talent there. It feels like that's that that, that would be one of the top two or three potential landing spots for Derek Carr this offseason if he chose to go take a visit there and want to sign there. They've gone the veteran route, though. I mean, that, that's the reality of it, is they have the opportunity now to draft a guy in the top ten. They draft ninth, I think. So... If you're Frank Reich and you feel like you're in striking distance of a guy that you know you could get on his rookie deal, you've got a great defense, you've got some pieces on offense. Uh, why not go that route? You know, if you're David Tepper, you watched your team, you know, sign Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, all these veteran guys who came in, and none of it really worked out. So why not look to the draft in the, instead? I mean, there might be some interest there, but. Uh, clearly, Derek Carr has, has other suitors. And I, it seems like the Panthers, given where they're drafting, they might go in a different direction. Uh, I think David Carr is a different free agent acquisition than the other one. Derek Carr. Excuse me. Yeah. Whatever. You Don't. know I make a lot of mistakes in stuff that I say. Like I said, next next week instead of next season one time and yeah whatever I, I appreciate that you you really like keep me on the straight and narrow man because i really do be like jacking stuff up you sometimes. call him dimitri i couldn't care less we know what yeah. you mean yeah derek yeah uh, derek Carr. derek okay yeah i worked with david yeah what's up david? derek derek david's still here by the way yeah um yeah so i i think he's a that's the highest caliber since what jake delone um, that they would be bringing in? Well, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't Cam. a free agent. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, well, I oh, guess yeah. the second time around. Didn't he finish? Didn't he go back to Carolina? Yeah, he did, didn't he? He did go yeah, back they, to Carolina. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there you go. But that was kind of at the end, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, the point I'm making here is I think Carr is is a very, very – you know, it's how I just say his last name. Um, Derek, <laughs> Derek is actually, to me, uh, a very – a very <laughs> – I don't know. I think legit guy to come in. Like if you say, okay, we're bringing in Sam Darnold to to anchor and change the way our team is going to play, even at the point of when you bring in Baker Mayfield, I just don't think it gives me the same feeling when you say uh, we're going to bring in a, a Derek Carr. And, and, and for that, I would almost say it would most likely or maybe probably be safer – to go after Derek Carr than to try to get it in the draft, especially if you're trying to change the fortunes of of your of your team in the near future. 
because it seems like that's that's the new norm. You have to win now. You become a head coach, your job isn't to put an infrastructure in place, create a culture, get your your systems in place on offense and defense and special teams, and then by year three, let's go win a championship. It's like win now or you're out of here. It, it, barring a trade, it looks like Carolina is going to get either the third or fourth best quarterback in the draft, which would be who? Like Will Levis, probably. Is that uh, most- if it, it was third? I mean, it could be Will Levis. I mean, it would be any one of Levis, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. So one of one of those four. I, I don't know that we'll get more than that in the first round. Hendon Hooker is an interesting prospect. Uh, some people are really high on Tanner McKee out of Stanford, but I don't know that anyone looks at those guys and thinks they're first-round picks. The rest all have extraordinary talents, and so I, I think it's pretty safe to say those four are going somewhere in the first round. It's just, it's just a matter of, of where, and if Carolina can sit there and allow the guy they're, they're really targeting to come to them. So Houston, Indianapolis will be taking a quarterback. Seattle sitting at five. You think Seattle takes a quarterback at five or <sighs> – it's tough to tell, right? It kind of depends upon the deal Geno Smith signs. So you got that. You got the Raiders sitting at seven, um, and their GM says that you know they, they don't really have their plan this year. Uh, this was on the Bussing with the Boys podcast. This was Dave Ziegler, the general manager of the Raiders, talking about their plan at quarterback this year. We're in charge of filling the most important position on the team. There's some pressure that comes along with that. And however we fill it, it doesn't mean we're going to have an immediate answer, you know, this year. But at the end of the day, we have to have an answer. Right. You know, in some form or fashion, you know. And so, yeah, there's pressure that comes along with it. And, and um, again, that's also part of the excitement, too. So either it's going to be what Rogers or it's going to be their draft and a guy or maybe go on the Jimmy Garoppolo route or maybe just roll out Jared Stidham and just say, yeah. screw it. We'll just go I, I wonder how many year. teams, and maybe Washington falls in this category because they're, as of right now, you know, rolling out Sam Howell. I wonder how many are trying to set themselves up for Caleb Williams and, and Drake May. Mm. I mean, those guys would be, next to Bryce Young, in my opinion, that would be the top three in this class. You know, th- those three quarterbacks. And two of them are in next year's draft class. So I, I do wonder if there's some teams like Las Vegas, for example, that may sit through a rough year just to be in a position to take a guy like Caleb Williams, who's a stud, or take a guy like Drake May, who's a stud, and, and can change the fortunes of your franchise. Now, I would ask this to Birdo. Like, I, I don't know that the Raiders fan base is willing to endure another year of not having success. Uh, maybe I'm wrong if you feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I think that would be tough to bank on if you're Josh McDaniels thinking you could make it through a season and see the the light of day to get to a Caleb Williams or a Drake May if you're you know if you're drafting number 1 or number 2 overall in next year's draft. So you've got Drake May and Caleb Williams ahead of CJ Stroud. If they came out this year, they'd be ahead of him. Correct. Wow. And I I I think most people will look at those two as prospects ahead of Bryce Young because there's no concerns about size. You know, all those guys can do some really extraordinary things. Um, Caleb would be the, is going to be the best prospect of all of them. And then I think Drake May and, and Bryce are, are somewhere kind of neck and neck because Bryce is just so unique in the way he maneuvers the pocket, the way he can throw you know, off platform and extend plays. Drake May has a lot of that ability too, but um, it, it would be interesting to see who teams would have ranked between those two for two or three.
I do wonder what Atlanta's going to do. Like if Atlanta just rolls out Desmond Ritter, because I, I think Marcus Mariota just left the team, just said I'm out of here, and just he just wasn't walked. going to be their guy this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then he just kind how, of how did he leave the team? Fix. I mean, he just you know kind of said aloha, and that was it. They just walked away. Wow. Yeah, just bailed I mean, on the team. Mahalo. That's, that's a little bit racist. I don't, how's it? All get all racist. show. What are you talking all, about? All here? show. I'm yeah. just saying. All show. Racist. Man. You are in O-Drive, man. Golly. This is messed up, man. You all right? Looking for a little support here. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Why why are you trying? You're trying to stir up the uh, cancel culture, folks. No. Trying to get them to come after. I mean, it would boost our numbers on our show, though. You know. You think so? Oh, once cancel culture comes after you, like, everything goes up. You know? You get a lot more attention. Higher ratings. You know? More attention. Well, I yeah, you actually probably should keep this up, John. Yeah, keep going. It might, right. might be good for the show. Yeah. I will. There you go. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, fair, go fair all the enough. way in. Yeah. Say something real outrageous yeah, right now. Just, Finish say, it off. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Let's I'll, go. I'll say it. I will say it. I will Absolutely. say it. You know, I mean, I'm I've going heard you get away to. with saying anything once. You just can't say it twice. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. We're going to dump it, but we're going to let it be on the podcast. Go ahead and say it. Well, they're they're showing Predator 2. Yep. Yeah. Where are you going with that? The one with Danny Glover. Yep. Yep. Where it's are you not, going with that? Keep as, going. It's not as good as the first one. Why? Keep going. Keep I mean, going. Keep going. I think you know why. Why? Tell me. You know why. Why? why? I mean. Because of the main characters? I, I don't like. Uh, uh, you, yeah. you don't like that Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't the, 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 the which ironically is an interesting last name for this oh, conversation. God. All right. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> hey, Lee. <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> Lee, you put that in the teleprompter. He read off the teleprompter. I didn't That's read 100% it. off. Horrible. Oh, Lee. How could you? Horrible. Uh, it is. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's still on the line. Get off the show. Oh, off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, we present to you the old P on Twitter, Petros Papadakis, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which you can hear on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College football analyst, Petros, it's great seeing you last Friday. Hi, Petros. We're happy to have you here again today. Good morning, everybody. Sorry about the phone. The uh, their high winds here in Southern California have knocked my Wi-Fi down. So, mm, no. oh no, mm, it's disappointing. How mm. cold is it, Petros? Pretty cold. Mm. <laughs> I mean i I have a sh- like a giant uh, alpaca like hooded poncho on. <laughs> I was about to say, pet. <laughs> I know you got the lizard. How's the lizard doing? The lizard's doing good, LeVar, and you inspired me to help the lizard. With the heat heat rock? 
Yes, and we discovered yeah. yesterday that he likes cucumbers like a real Greek. So huh. nice! <laughs> wow, but you have That's to, pretty neat. You have to cut them small, right? Because uh, because you know the size of his head is not that big. And he's your lizard, right? He's not like the family lizard. Like that's your lizard. That's it's your guy. my lizard. That's your guy. Yes, and I take him around and. Uh, we go outside the cage. He's very small still, so I'm worried that you know somebody's going to step on him if he's on the floor. But huh? He's like does he like your bestie. Around? He moves around a little bit. They jump and like knock into things and fall over and just keep running around. So huh? Very durable lizard. I'm sorry about the phone. It's very odd way to do the radio show yeah. now that we've done it for the other way for years. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, what can I do about the wind? Get. I can't control the weather. No. Yeah, we'll take whatever we can get, Petros. That's news to me. I thought you could. <laughs> like, uh, remember League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah. yeah. The Weather Machine. That's right. And Sean Connery right. and Billy the Kid and all those guys. Very Sean underrated, Connery. terrible movie. By the way, I got to see <laughs> Petros in all his glory uh, doing a live remote last Friday. Yeah, I saw that. Got a lot of fans. Petros, yeah. you got a lot of fans. You got a lot of fans, Petros. Damn star. Petros, what was Jonas wearing? Black. Jonas was wearing. Jonas was dressed like a like a contract killer in a movie in the nineties. There you go. There you go. <laughs> a thumb ring, the black kind of rubbery frogman leather coat from Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory. Yes, it's true. All, and uh, all that's accurate. Romeo in black jeans. <laughs> People have a hard time figuring it out. They're like, well, why does he dress like that? Why does he dress? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. He, he looks kind of like he's in Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation video. <laughs> it's a great video. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that, that is a good. great video. Can you dance? Yeah. Of course. And I've, uh, but uh, it Ten was great to on. see Jonas. We did a show up in, uh, I mean, for those of your listeners that are all over the country, which is, that's, that's a national show. But uh, we did a show up in Thousand Oaks, which is two counties away from Orange County. So it's like the county, uh, Ventura County is the county on top of Los Angeles County. And it's basically where L.A. County went to get all their water when the water wars <laughs> But uh, we don't go up there a whole lot. For whatever reason, uh, we do a lot of shows in Orange County and in the gateway cities between L.A. County and Orange County, like Whittier and Cerritos and places like that. Yeah. But this was there were fifteen hundred white people there. Wow. I just couldn't believe because our our listening base is mostly Latino. I mean, well, we have a lot of Latinos uh, listening, and that's the beauty of Los Angeles sports and the Dodger fandom and all that. It's it's what makes L.A. cool. And, uh, you know, whenever we do a show, it's a lot of the same people show up. This was like a thousand new white people. I couldn't believe it. How did it make you feel? <laughs> Were you nervous? I felt it's white. Like, oh. You feel like Mac McClung? <laughs> I mean, I am white. You Are know, you? That's the thing. Well, yeah. I mean, people think like, you know, since my name is Petros Babalakis and all that. But basically, it's just a cover up for being a white guy. Huh. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad for me since I am white. Okay, but uh, it was it was fun. It was fun. We had Mark Gubas out there. Don McClain came out. A lot of other radio luminaries like Jonas and Steve Hartman. Yeah, so uh, Steve. 
Yeah, we had a we had a good time, and I appreciate Jonah showing up. Now I was glad you guys were there, man. And I'm I'm sorry you had to deal with that hour and a half commute to go home. So it's rough. Well, out there. you know, it could be it could be worse. Yeah, that's true. We could have been in uh, Palm Springs. I've come back from Morongo Casino Resort and Spa on multiple occasions. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey, how you feel about Russ uh, being back in L.A.? Does he get an opportunity to kind of uh, write write his 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 stay with the Lakers with with the with the Clips now? I don't know if anybody cared about the Clippers. I guess. <laughs> Clipper Daryl. What are you talking? I mean, is Clipper Daryl still a fan after after his situation? Did you see what happened to him? Yeah, is he Did still I a talk fan? About this on the air with no. you guys. I don't think we talked about it. Clipper Daryl who's like this guy who runs like a detailing shop in the city with like love for the Clippers and a suit. That's like, like loves the Clippers. Older than Jim Hill's suit. One side is red and one side is blue. And he screams, let's go Clippers at the games. And kind of these self-appointed fans are often sort of uh, looked down upon by the team or the franchise. Because it's not the team or franchise's idea. The team or franchise's idea is to have that weird vulture, Chuck the Condor. <laughs> like, that's their mascot. So, a lot of the time, these self-appointed mascots for teams end up having kind of a weird relationship with the team because they don't, you know, they're not paid. They pay to be at the game. Anyway, Clipper Darrell, who's long time been a fixture with the Clippers, way back into the Donald Sterling and Sports Arena days, he got punched in the face by security, like into the trash. <laughs> knocked out. <laughs> Not, knocked out. That security guard clearly had some other things going on in his life. <laughs> he, he wanted well, to say, I knocked out Clipper Darrell. Because he hit his snooze button in a hurry. <laughs> knocked him out. It's one thing to get punched. It's another thing to be knocked completely out into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that is what a, that is a legit point, too. He was knocked out next to the trash. You're, you're right. And if he had, uh, like, sued them, he'd have been paid up the ass. Like, he should have sued AEG and gotten his, like, call Sweet James, get it going. But instead... He took, like, a bootleg party and, like, freaking uh, floor seats for one night. <laughs> and it's like, no, Clipper Daryl, they're not your friends. They'll pay for the dry cleaning on his Globetrotter suit. <laughs> They've so. never been your friends, Clipper Daryl. <laughs> Take the money and run like Steve Miller. But he just couldn't. So, anyway, yeah, Clipper Daryl got punched into the trash. But other than Clipper Daryl. <laughs> Nobody really cares about the Clippers. So if they make some kind of run. Marcellus Wiley. He loves them. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I root for the Clippers over the Lakers. By the way, aren't the I Clippers mean, part of the family at, over at the Blowtorch AM570? I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. I mean, we have about as much access to them as their own coach does. We don't know who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if they get to the conference finals, people are going to be talking about it. And apparently Russell Westbrook, you know, these guys like Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George, they like Will Russell. Paul George had a great time with Russell in Oklahoma City during their careers and played well together. 
and they convinced their management to bring Russell in. And apparently, these guys play without the ball a lot better than LeBron James plays without the ball. So maybe that will help. But overall, I don't think anybody's going to care unless they make some kind of run in the playoffs, and that's what this whole thing is built for anyway. But you're right, LeVar, he was considered to be in L.A., kind of a sympathetic figure for years because he should have been more celebrated at UCLA and all that. And he came from kind of a middle-of-nowhere high school where you don't get a lot of basketball stars losing or high in Lawndale. And now he's just the guy that ruined the Lakers. <laughs> but LeBron is the guy that ruined the Lakers. I mean, well, that's anyway. kind of where I was kind of getting to. Like, does this? I know he he could have success anywhere else, but if if Russ has success and is a catalyst for the Clippers, you know, having success, I mean that that's you'd have to assume that that's an indictment on LeBron directly. You know, if he's able to to have good showing in L.A. with a different team. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, I don't know anybody in the NBA world, like basketball people, that see how these things might work when uh, a trade is made, kind of like we do with football, you know, just upon recruiting or see how a guy fits into somebody's offense or defense. And no one thought it was a good idea. I mean, no one. When the whole thing went down last summer, Nobody thought Russell Westbrook was going to be a good fit with LeBron James. All the basketball people thought it was going to blow up because of just the way they fit in the sport. So maybe that's part of it. But the truth really is, LeVar, he could not have made people more miserable when he was with the Lakers. It it had become a toxic situation. Mm. And maybe that's LeBron's fault, too. I don't know. But it's something they had to move on from. And he's no longer a sympathetic figure to the L.A. media. Because he treated him like crap for like a year and a half. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Hey, Petrus, where do you rank the Clippers amongst teams that people in L.A. are most interested in? Like, if you were to go, uh, like, how far down the list are we going? Uh, Dodgers, Lakers, UCLA yeah, basketball. Dodgers. Dodgers, Lakers. St. John Bosco. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> Dodgers, Lakers. Modern day. <laughs> Dodgers, Lakers, LAFC. <laughs> no, it's probably Dodgers, Lakers, SC, UCLA. Dang. Rams. Dang. Chargers. Dang. Clippers. <laughs> Clippers and down. Chargers are, are they're, they're down there. They're down there. Uh, yeah, they're down there. fighting further. You know, that's like the Oklahoma drill with the two guys that weren't very good at the end of the, <laughs> the practice. That's unfortunate. Well, AP, we hope the weather improves for you. You think you're going to get snow? By the way, up in the hills, think you're going to get uh, some snow up there or what? It's really just one hill. Yeah. And uh, no, it's that's just that money. windy and my Comrex didn't work. And I'm sorry. It's very disappointing. That's, no, that's, all that's right. that it's money, okay. you know, when there's only one no, hill. I'm pacing around my house breathing like a panther. It's all right. You got, <laughs> you got your lizard and your coldy sack. You know what I mean? Like, I'm proud of you, P. My sack feels very cold. What, what's the name of your lizard, man? Travis McGee, I told you. He's Travis named after McGee. a 1960s detective. Okay, nice. <laughs> I have forgotten the name. I won't forget. But Brady won't read the book. 
Dick, Which book? Dick Tracy would have been better if we were going with a detective, you know. Oh well. no, he would not. Dick Dick Tracy the lizard, books. you know. Dick Tracy's like a comic book detective. Yeah, I'm talking true. about high literary detective work. Gotcha. Would you like me to to uh, suggest a couple for you, like Lavar? Matlock. No. Oh. He's a lawyer. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, that is true. My bad. Okay, I want you to start. Your listeners start. What, looking at these detectives, Adam Dalgleish, who's P.D. James's detective in uh, British books based in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Adam Dalgleish is a good detective. Okay. Uh, Philip Marlowe, Raymond Chandler's detective, is a great detective. Hmm. Uh, the, uh, the Continental Op from the Dashiell Hammett's uh, books, pretty damn good. I mean, I could do this for a long time. I see. Like, you're really uh, Lou into Lou Archer. Lou Archer, a uh, great Long Beach detective from the 60s. Hmm. Really good books. What got you fascinated in all these detectives? Well, I mean, uh, detective novels have always been, if you're a good writer, I mean, you can do them really well. Like, like I'm talking about not like escapist reading, like Michael Crichton books or Dean Koontz or Harry Potter. I'm talking about... Literature that kind of holds up a mirror to its time. I think it was and, the the OJ trial got you into this side of the things, right, Petros? Just seeing how no, uh, my grandma my grandma grew up in the neighborhood that they found the Black Dahlia's body. Oh, oh, really? the what park in L.A. Ah, so, ah, 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 ah. like all those old L.A. detective stories are 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 very interesting <laughs> to me. Uh, a great detective series, one of my favorites. If you guys have ever, since it's Black History Month, have you ever heard of a Chester Himes, the writer? A great writer from the state of Ohio. Why you look at me? What? I'm supposed to know because I'm know. a black man in Black History Brady, Month. Brady I don't know who know. he is. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Yeah, Brady, so you're, Brady you're on the hook, Brady. Yeah. Oh. He learned to write while in a penitentiary. He got kicked out of Ohio State, and he learned to write in a penitentiary. Anyway, he wrote a lot of famous books huh. like... Uh, like, uh, if he hollers, let him go. But he wrote the really? Harlem Detective series. I thought that was a bar. That's an No, song. it's a book. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the, he wrote the Harlem Detective series. That was with a Greg. triple X movie, Petros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. The, the, the series is called the Harlem Detective series with Gravedigger Jones and Coffin Ed Johnson. <laughs> And these dudes just go around Harlem beating the living crap out of everybody. Huh. By the way, isn't Gravedigger a monster truck? The Gravedigger Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> these books predate the monster truck. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yet again, anyway, I if you want to read about guys going around Harlem and anybody says anything to them, they just hit them upside the head with a nickel plate of 38. It's pretty <laughs> exciting stuff. Mm. Uh, get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, Petros Papadakis, Petros is a beast, <laughs> of the Petros and Money Show <laughs> on AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst, and always kind enough to join us every single Wednesday. Petros, we appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Pete. Sorry, sorry about the Wi-Fi. Nah, nah, it's happens. all good. It's all good. Uh, there he is, uh, the old P. Petros Papadakis. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.